Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm Catherine, co-host, bestie. Catherine, mm. here we yes. are. Our here topic we're... today, the topic of the day. It's a good one. It is so good. Yeah. I've been, I, I am so glad we're doing it. The name of the disorder or condition that we're going to talk about today is one that I think is common and familiar with our audience. Yeah, even though it's a new discovery in the science world in terms mm-hmm. of giving it a name, it is common. Right. Mm-hmm. And that What's is the name, the, of it? the name of it is misophonia. Okay. And tell our audience what misophonia is. All right. Basically, it is um, sounds that drive you crazy. Amen to that, sister. Yes, a lot of, and usually sounds caused by other people. By the mouth. That's right. <laughs> Pen clicked, click, 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 click. Repetitive stuff that make you irate. And yes, chewing is one of them. Sometimes just the sound of a drip from a faucet actually yeah. can be one of them. And yeah. some of it can be as innocuous as innocuous as uh, papers rustling, a chip bag. It can trigger a f- uh, fight or flight reaction in oneself. Yes. Yeah, can it- drive you crazy. That's it in a nutshell. Right. So we're going to be talking about that today, friends. And we're going to cover not only the definition of misophonia, which we just did, but we're also going to talk about our own experiences with it, mm-hmm. as well as how to manage it. Guess what? There's no cure for it. <laughs> There's no, I mean, unless if you like, wah, wah. <laughs> unless if you just like take a night night drink or something, or <laughs> I don't know, or kill the um, NyQuil. <laughs> I feel terrible. <laughs> I think I have a cold. Where's the Visine? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Okay, so there's no cure for misophonia. Yeah. However, we can manage it. There's hope. There is definitely hope. There's always hope. I was just about to say. Always hope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, (laughs) so let's dive in. You've described it. I think that especially women, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure that men suffer from this as well in terms of, you know, the being annoyed by certain sounds. But I do know many women who who suffer with this. Yeah, and in the articles that we pulled up, I didn't see anything that proves that women suffer the most from it, but mm-hmm. it does seem like that, definitely. In our personal experiences, yes. Yes. Okay, because mm-hmm. I have mentioned this before on this podcast, as well as to you as my bestie. Growing up, my sister mm-hmm. had this so bad, mm-hmm. her reaction to our dad sitting at the table and eating. Mm-hmm. And he ate quickly mm-hmm. and loudly. Okay. Yeah. And my poor sister mm-hmm. would, she she wouldn't even be able to take it for like a second. Yeah, <laughs> she right. Would, and she would have the fight or flight would come right into her brain. And so she would take off. Well, no way. Couldn't good, eat there. Good for her for recognizing that it's better that she remove herself yeah. from the situation yeah. rather than sit there and, you know, like want to lunch right <laughs> dad right. <laughs> that would not have gone over well right That's yeah exactly yeah and i definitely struggle with it as well with oh. um certain sounds there are just certain sounds that send me tell me what they are tell the audience i know what they are tell the audience what they are well it definitely is oh, okay so like she said in the definition it's repetitive sounds that are normal like it's a normal sound like a breathing 
<laughs> right. That's that's it. We all Breathing. have to breathe. You sound like Darth Vader. Please quit. Right. But they but obviously You can't quit. Can't quit breathing. We want okay. you to live. Yes, please. Okay, so breathing is one. Another one for me is like chewing on anything. Your, well, yes, but specifically nail biting. Okay. Making noises, nail biting. That's a thing. Not gum? I'm not around people that chew gum, believe it or not. I'm not. But gum chewing definitely does bother me. Yes, it does. But thankfully, I'm not around people that chew My husband does not chew gum. Mm-hmm. I don't chew gum anymore. Because <laughs> of you. Well, and it, I don't wear perfume because of you. Okay. <laughs> Side note. Side note. Are you? What, what are you? Oh, we just prayed. What are you really we just saying? just prayed for grace. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you saying? It's you have hard issue. to be you my friend. issues. <laughs> anyway. You, Back to what right, we're talking about, the right. gum chewing. Do you remember when we went to uh, Ladies' Day at Olivet? No, not it was Couples' Night at Olivet. Okay. And right next to you was a woman that was... <laughs> the whole time. Oh, gosh. Oh. Yeah. I could hear her, too. It's tough. But and she was right next to you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so maybe people that are listening are resonating with this. So gum chewing, breathing, biting your nails... Um, regular food chewing, like mm-hmm. at the table, chewing. Yes. Somebody fidgeting, drives. picking, picking at something, like picking at toenails, like picking at it. Pick, pick, yeah, pick. Yeah. yeah, or clicking. <laughs> Sorry, Click I'm, a pen. I'm, we're, I'm, we're going I'm, to town now. Okay, I'm getting excited. <laughs> like a constant, repetitive sound. Yeah. Um, okay, here's another one. This this is so crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a repetitive, like petting like of of a uh, hand on fabric mm-hmm. okay so like I, stroking yeah mm-hmm. i don't know how to describe it other than it drives me nuts yeah to hear the sound repetitively yeah and um what else can you think of any that bother you what yes. else what else so uh, are um, we still on my... me on my disorder are we going to talk about you oh I, no, we're done. Okay, good. You. Now okay, we're going to move on to my poor husband. Think, I'm going to oh, throw my husband under. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> no. Uh, it is Kenny. I, I do feel bad in a way. But I realize, too, that this is a condition that, that I guess I have. Um, I'm hypersensitive right. to the sounds. So my husband innocently, um, like even just when we're praying, if I hear him fidgeting, like he's got an itch on his nose and he'll... You know, I'm actually taking my finger and scratching my nose right, right. now. Like, right. So or wiggling his toes. His, I was just going to say rubbing his toes onto either the piece of furniture or his feet together. Each other. Like a cricket. <laughs> I There's times where I'm like, oh, please, Lord. All I can think of is a cricket. And <laughs> I should just be glad my husband's praying with me. But he's a cricket. <laughs> My mind goes off at these little tangents. I'm married to a cricket. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. Kenny the Cricket. <laughs> it's better than Kenny the Cockroach, which oh. Archie Bunker used to oh. say. Oh, stop. All right. Whew. Okay. Where were we? Well, we were talking about the <sighs> things that trigger us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So now we oh. know. Well, what else? What other sounds? You could tell, right? By right. Face. Yes, I could tell. You got something else to say. A uh, 
chips somebody in a bag of chips like the the bag rustling you know the sound right. of that yeah wrappers a paper rustling even yeah sometimes i have issues <laughs> i realize this okay this what you're describing is this disorder or condition mm-hmm. this misophonia mm-hmm. that is how it is described it's like a repetitive sound and it's specific to humans you know Yes. Let's talk about what Dr. What okay, the little okay. clip on Dr. Phil. Okay. So we watched this little video clip on YouTube and it was Dr. Phil talking about misophonia. And he had this woman on there and she was with this man whom they were supposed to be engaged. Right. But they were calling off the relationship because of this woman's hypersensitivity to his sounds. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Phil was blaming her. She was definitely under fire. Yes. And it, she took it well. I, I would have been a little more defensive, I think. Perhaps she was deep down. Right. But, but it, it felt like, from my perspective, it felt like they were teaming up on her. Yes, And definitely. like she was being sort of, you know, assaulted. Well, because Dr. Pill... Pill. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Pill. Dr. Phil was saying to her that he, he asked her, would you agree that this is situational? And she said, well, I guess so, because he his point was that if she were around a pig, she could control herself and not be annoyed. It wouldn't bother her as much. Right. Then why can't she tolerate the husband? And, you know, Tra- I'm sitting here thinking before Tracy and I paused it and, and, <laughs> and talked. And, yeah. We have certain expectations <laughs> of a human being. Who, especially one who <laughs> is your lifelong <laughs> partner, your right. spouse. Yeah. Even your child is not an animal, much less a pig. Right. So, so how, just, I can't even wrap my brain around that. But this was an actual episode. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Phil is saying, well... You can control it when you're around a pig. Right. <laughs> this poor woman at some point did say, but it's, it's a, a pig. pig. <laughs> I know. And that's what I think I, that was my exact response as well. Mm-hmm. That's normal behavior for a pig. Mm-hmm. I didn't marry a pig. That's I don't right. sleep with the pig. <laughs> I didn't have children with the pig. Oh, right. No, no yeah. kidding. Yeah. So, so that was an example in my opinion, of kind of a... Uh, it was for, nuts. I think it was just for TV. Oinker. Yeah. Okay. Well, we disagree <laughs> with Dr. Phil. Dr. Mm. Pill. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we definitely are acknowledging that we both suffer from this condition. Yeah. And while I don't think that our, our current condition of um, this misophonia is extreme like let's say you have a spectrum right yeah. of mm-hmm. from you have a little annoyance to you can't stand it and in fact you're going to divorce your husband over it mm-hmm. no we're not at either one of those mm-hmm. we're somewhere in between <laughs> no <laughs> Catherine's like well, maybe no yeah. you obviously we've been married to our husbands who by the way are sponsoring this podcast oh, yes. so thank That's you right, puffin mm-hmm. appreciate it mm-hmm. um we're not gonna leave them over the slurpy sounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. But on the other end of the spectrum, it's not like we're not annoyed either. We're somewhere in between. Yeah. What do we do? Mm-hmm. What do we do about it? Well, you, you could possibly leave the room or put on earphones. Okay. Headphones. And, uh, honestly, the reason that we're sitting here talking right now is because last night 
I left the room. We were <laughs> we were watching TV mm-hmm. and uh, trying to get into this show that I wasn't really that into anyway. It was a Netflix show. It was like a psycho. What do they call it? Thriller. It was yeah psychological. Yeah, thriller? it was like that, mm-hmm. and I I was just really not that into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I but on top of that. I can't remember now if it was nail biting or picking. I don't think it was eating. I, I thought rem- you told me it was nail biting. I think it was nail nail biting, nail mm-hmm. chewing, almost nail eating. Mm. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I give the look, mm-hmm. you know, the oh, look. Oh, yeah. I I've could, got a couple of them. I could kill you with mm-hmm. my eyes look. <laughs> You know that look. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he knows the look, too. Oh, sure he does. And he's like, what? (laughs) I'm like, and then you give the you know what look? Yes. (laughs) Yes. When Kenny and I are eating. Yeah. It depends on my mood, but Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll give him the lighthearted warning look. (laughs) (laughs) That's a look like, hmm, do we Lighthearted warning. If I've had, if I'm really in a mood and I'm right. that trigger, yeah, hits me. It's more like we are getting a divorce. <laughs> not really, not really. Or we're going to be featured but, on Dateline. So, yeah. You yeah. But those up. looks are real, and and they are. You know, like I cannot take that. Yeah. Today, tonight. Yeah. yeah. And and then when you give the look, right. Mm-hmm. And they know the look, too. I mean, we've been married to these guys for over 30 years or Mm -hmm. whatever. You've been together for that long. Mm -hmm. We've been married that long, whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you give the look, they know the look. And they can probably pretty much interpret if this is a I'm annoyed look or we're about to, it's about to go down look. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. They know what, why you're giving the look. Oh, yeah. They know exactly why. Mm -hmm. And then they might give their own look. And then, you know, and then they give the what. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like they don't know. But everybody knows. Everybody knows. I think, you know, Kenny is good at diffusing the situation. Ron is too. Yes. And a lot of times Kenny will say, well, my mouth is closed. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. But now you have a new sound. <laughs> I call it the party inside the mouth. And uh, I don't know. I, I just, yes. Catherine, I Catherine also refers to it as the washing, washing machine. machine. Like it's going inside the it's mouth. It's closed. Yeah, you know, but there's a lot of sounds and moisture and sloshing <laughs> moisture, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Here's an interesting thing that my husband does that helps to diffuse the situation, which I really appreciate about mm-hmm. him. He will go over the top, <laughs> yeah. like in a funny way. Mm-hmm. So then he'll imitate a pig. Him, right. Mm-hmm. And go over the top, and then that breaks the tension and makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. And I really do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird to me. Why does it annoy me? Mm-hmm. But then when he exaggerates it, it's just funny. You know what I mean? Most of, I do. It's interesting, too. We watched this other little quick video mm-hmm. from an audio um, specialist. Mm-hmm. And he had on a, was she a neurologist? person that yes she was, was an it? audio audiologist Aud- some yeah some, some sort pro. of audio doctor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And she was saying that, you know, this stems from childhood. Right. And it made me think, you know, yes, Mm -hmm. I definitely grew up in, you know, manners and etiquette mattered at the table big time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were punished Mm -hmm. for lots of things. Elbows on the table, uh, sitting, if we weren't sitting up straight when eating, taking your time to eat and absolutely the mouth, eat with your mouth closed. Uh, You know, that was huge. So I, I started to think about that and I was thinking, you know, what emotion do I feel when someone who's close to me, especially, you know, is eating where I consider it embarrassing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that was it. It hit me like, yeah, I'm, I'm embarrassed and I feel so, I kind of feel bad saying it, but it's, it's a real thing. And, you know, people aren't perfect. I'm not perfect. So it does trigger this this thing in me, this emotional response. And I think it stems from my childhood. Yeah, I think. Well, she said it, first of all, and you re- you resonated with it mm-hmm. because of, of your story. Mm-hmm. And as I said, I can remember being a child and having that at our dinner table being an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so perhaps that is the case with many people who suffer from this hypersensitivity to these sounds Mm -hmm. is that it began somewhere early on and it gives you this it's a trigger yeah and then when it's triggered there's the response and it's not a normal response it's a hypersensitivity yeah so i say i i leave the room last night when ron was like you know (laughs) chewing on his fingernails like a cartoon sound (laughs) so i leave i leave the room and i start googling what's it called when you're so you know upset by certain sounds i wondered why you sent me that last night so so that's what i was doing i was Uh, in our bedroom googling this stuff and listening to you know like Mm -hmm. doctors talk about it and then I sent it to you and I also sent it to my sister because, you know, <laughs> I, I was so into it then. Mm-hmm. So then Ron comes in and, and I go to him. I go, I have a condition. <laughs> <laughs> and you're and yeah. you're in the bedroom. Yeah. And, and he's, he's probably like, his eyes get condition? wide. He's like, what's wrong? <laughs> and I go, it's a condition. <laughs> and, we, you know, we got into then a conversation about it and he and then not related to this last 24 hours but a few days ago I was again saying to him you know it's so gross when you pick your toes Mm. and then he He said right away he's like well I'm pretty sure I stood on part of your foot (laughs) because you picked off some skin It's like hair in the drain. Okay. And so then I laughed, you know. Yeah. Laughter really is amazing. I mean, obviously our podcast is Life Happens Laugh Anyway. Mm -hmm. And this topic is one that I think that we can laugh about, obviously. Yeah. Because you and I can just relate, relate, relate. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are people listening uh, who can relate. Yeah. And this is them. Yeah. And it's, it's like those, you say it all the time, tragedy, although this is not tragic, plus time equals comedy and we can we can laugh at these matters now but in the moment i'm not kidding i'm i am really irritated by a lot of these things but it's funny my cousin uh, christy one time sent me she saw something come up on facebook i think and then she sent it to me and it was this is me when i hear someone chewing and oh oh, is it's 
funny. It was a cartoon um, picture of somebody's eyes wide. Like I mean, big like saucers. Yeah. And the person's teeth are... Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like somebody having a nervous conniption. Yeah. And... <laughs> Yeah, and, and it was in response to the, another person chewing, <laughs> but it's it's so it makes you laugh when you see that because it's, it's it's real, unexplainable, yeah, and it's real. Mm-hmm. Well, and what we've learned in our research is that in the mental health community, this is definitely being studied now. Mm-hmm. There there hasn't in the past been a whole lot of research on it, mm-hmm. but it's starting to come to the surface of you know, let's do some more studies and let's have, let's dig deeper into why is it like this and Mm -hmm. how can we help, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not this, this disorder, it is named, I I don't even think it's a disorder. I think it's just a condition. Yeah. I'm looking it up again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, What is it called? It's called misophonia, Mm -hmm. misophonia or misophonia. I'm not sure on the pronunciation. It sounds like they pronounced it both ways yes i've heard it both ways but it's so it has a name but it doesn't it's not in like the big book of mental disorders or diseases or whatever Mm -hmm. so perhaps it just hasn't been studied enough to put it in that category or it's not considered something that you know is life-threatening or lifestyle threatening although i did just read about the 14 year old girl who was bringing a lawsuit against her school because she mm. couldn't go to school because they allow gum chewing in school and she can't sit and stand the sound of gum chewing. Mm-hmm. I was surprised they allow gum chewing because they did not allow it when I was in school. Mm-hmm. They did when our kids went to school. Did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because some kids could uh, it, learn it comforted, better. Yeah, it comforted some of them and they were able to, you know, uh, like my daughter, actually, Emily. Yeah. She fidgets. Mm-hmm. And so to stop physical fidgeting in other ways, the gum chewing um, satisfied that it's fidget. It's so interesting. Yeah. Because it, it, it helps one, but it annoys another. That, yeah. well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, she lost her lawsuit, by the way. Oh. They were going to appeal. but Well, it is a hard one, I would think, to, to win because she's one person. And, True. And True. her case is severe. So you can't adjust an entire society around one person's condition. That's true. I But at the same time, if you're really triggered by that and you can't focus, you know, I mean, I can I can have empathy with whomever that person would be as well. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, two sides to every pancake, right, as right. they say. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about the definition of misophonia? Or our own experiences? Well, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, let's go on to how to manage it. Mm-hmm. What say you? Well, um, we can leave the room. We could put on headphones. Yeah. Uh, put on some white noise. Um, there is now, because there is now some awareness of this, I mean, your doctor might not know about it or know enough about it, But if you look into it, just like we did, you're going to find that there are clinics throughout the U.S. that have treatments such as auditory distraction, Mm -hmm. which is like a white noise or headphones, and uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm -hmm. And they have shown some success in improving functioning. 
And also, for more information, contact the Misophonia Association. Wow. I didn't even know there was an association. Yeah. This is coming from a Harvard article. Okay. And I'll name it real quick. Harvard Health Publishing. Mm-hmm. And it's titled Misophonia, When Sounds Really Do Make You Crazy, in quotes. Yeah. You know, this article from Healthline.com, mm-hmm. um, it says the bottom line, this is in like what to do about it. It says most people with misophonia find it possible to overcome its challenges. In other words, getting support could make a big difference. And they listed some of the same things that you just said, like use a noise canceling headphone. Mm -hmm. Like let's say, for example, that someone that's listening, because it's not to that point for me in terms of when Ron and I are eating together, Mm -hmm. usually we're both eating Mm -hmm. and I'm not bothered by his sounds because I'm making sounds of my own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Chewing a salad or whatever. And But if if that's the case where you can't stand to eat with your partner, mm-hmm. put on some nice music in the room. Fill the room with some music to absorb, you know, some of the sound so that you're not hypersensitive. Perhaps it'll work. And if that doesn't do it, like having on a, a speaker outside, you know, of music Mm -hmm. in the room try putting on headphones with music in your ears Mm -hmm. so that you're still there with your loved one eating but you just aren't hearing them eat although when you put on headphones and then you eat it's it makes your sound i don't know if you could do it because then then you hear the sound of yourself eating Mm -hmm. and you kind (laughs) of hit the nail on the head when you said if you want to eat with your loved one and i i was just thinking and if you want to stay loving your loved one (laughs) do you got you have to do something i have to i do have to say that having other um sounds around me that doesn't help me Mm -hmm. because we're sitting at the same table i can clearly hear him even if there is um music Mm -hmm. in the background or something even if it's something pleasant yeah my my spectrum i guess you could say of this condition Mm -hmm. is is teetering on high I think, and I, I can't, that doesn't work. Okay, I'll, another thing would be just putting in regular earplugs, like, you know, like the little foam ones that I wear. Yeah. <laughs> I wear those. I Just try it. You know, some of these things may not work, but maybe they will. And, and then the, one of the last things that it says here is to politely ask the person making the sound to stop. Honestly, okay, we we laughed about the mm-hmm, looks, the looks, and and all that. But if you can explain the condition, and if your loved one mm. can understand that this is not something that you can just turn off, mm-hmm. you're working on it, mm-hmm. you know. And so if if the, if your loved one can back it up a little bit, you know, like maybe they need to slow down when they're eating or be more mindful of the noises that they're making. Or not chew <laughs> their fingernails off. I'm just in your presence. I'm just remembering of one of the times that uh, poor Kenny. You know, I gave him the look, and he's like, "My mouth is closed." And I said, "I see that your mouth is closed." And I said, "Open." Oh, what? I said, "Open your mouth." What? What are you doing? And so I had him. I had him demonstrate like him eating with his mouth open no but if i recall right said to him 
okay just do it again (laughs) eat eat like you would and i said and i tried to figure out are you swishing it around (laughs) with your tongue what are you doing (laughs) like i tried to understand and didn't help well, but, but you know, here's my, here's mm. the sport that my husband is. Yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> I'll try. So he did it. And he, he just, you know, uh, shrugged. And I was like, I don't know. You know, I think it, this is a great segue into our scripture yeah. that we want to share. Because in any marriage, it takes two. Mm. Give, it takes two to make things it, go right. It definitely takes two. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes both parties wanting to serve the other party, wanting to encourage the other party. Mm. We're all broken. We're all a mess. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the people that suffer with this condition of misophonia are a mess and they're broken. Mm-hmm. And the people who annoy the misophonia people are also broken. Mm-hmm. We're just trying yes. to find a way to stick it out, mm. you know, to stay together <laughs> and to put one foot in front of the other. That's right. So let's read yeah. the scripture. It's Romans 15, 5. This is a great passage. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement mm. give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. Yes. That's but, what's going to get us to the finish line. That's right. It's that mindset that Christ Jesus had of encouragement and endurance, you know, that's what's going to get us through. And what was Christ's mindset? Mm -hmm. It was humble and it was giving and serving and considering Mm -hmm. the other person's needs above his own needs. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, I mean, today is the Saturday before Easter. Tomorrow's Easter Sunday. Mm -hmm. What Christ did on the cross is the most selfless, loving act that there ever was or ever will be. Yeah. So for those of us who struggle with this misophonia and for those of us that trigger it, Mm -hmm. if we can do the best that we all can to minimize the effects of it, Mm -hmm. we're going to be okay. Yeah. And I'm reminded of how uh, just last night we were reminded at the Good Friday service that that Jesus was 100% man. Yes, he was. That means... That he experienced all human feelings, thoughts, the same things we're talking about. And yet, he that's what he did. He put others before himself. It's amazing because he was completely man yeah. in the flesh. Yeah. So let's remember that, everybody. Yeah. Everybody who eats, breathes, you know, picks, <laughs> pets, <laughs> sniffles, I want to add crunches. one more thing, too. What? What? I was thinking as we were doing this that Mm -hmm. is this a form of autism because of the sensitivity to Mm -hmm. the noise? And one of the specialists um, that we discussed earlier, they did point out this is not on the same level as autism in any way. It's totally different. Just in case you were curious, wanted to add that. Well, it's and it's sensory issues. One of the issues that I thought of when I was reading about the hypersensitivity is the I forget the name of the condition, but. It's a high sensitivity to tags in clothing that certain people have. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a name for that. Oh, is there? Yeah, I forget wow. what it is, but it's a thing. Well, okay, so this is similar to that. Hmm. It's not a normal reaction. It's a hypersensitive reaction. Mm-hmm. And it is a real thing. If you really struggle with it, you're not crazy. It's not a disorder. 
it might they might name label it a disorder down the road, but right now it just ha- it just has this name, mm-hmm. misophonia, and it's mm-hmm. just an adverse reaction, a adverse negative reaction to repetitive sound. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it is. Yeah. And there is no cure, there is no pill, there is no treatment You're for it. You're not crazy. Yeah. But you can manage it. Yeah. That's the good news. Mm. Good. So it's going to take right. some work. Yeah. All right. So good all, news. Yeah, we all have an assignment. All right. Well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy uh, DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. See you next time.